Today's scripture reading is Mark chapter 8. In those days, the crowd once again became very large, and they had nothing to eat. Jesus called the disciples to him and said, I have compassion for this crowd, because they have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will faint along the way, for some of them have come a great distance. His disciples replied, Where in this desolate place could anyone find enough bread to feed all these people? How many loaves do you have? Jesus asked. Seven, they replied. And he instructed the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves, gave thanks, and broke them, and gave them to his disciples to set before the people. And they distributed them to the crowd. They also had a few small fish, and Jesus blessed them and ordered that they be set before them as well. The people ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. And about four thousand men were present. As soon as Jesus had dismissed the crowd, he got into the boat with his disciples and went to the district of Dalmanutha. Then the Pharisees came and began to argue with Jesus, testing him by demanding from him a sign from heaven. Jesus sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation demand a sign? Truly, I tell you, no sign will be given to this generation. And he left them, got back into the boat, and crossed to the other side. Now the disciples had forgotten to take bread, except for one loaf they had with them in the boat. Watch out, he cautioned them. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of Herod. So they began to discuss with one another the fact that they had no bread. Aware of their conversation, Jesus asked them, Why are you debating about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Do you have such hard hearts? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember, when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many basketfuls of broken pieces did you collect? Twelve, they answered. And when I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, How many basketfuls of broken pieces did you collect? Seven, they said. Then he asked them, Do you still not understand? When they arrived at Bethsaida, some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. Then he spit on the man's eyes and placed his hands on him. Can you see anything? he asked. The man looked up and said, I can see the people, but they look like trees walking around. Once again, Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes. And when he opened them, his sight was restored, and he could see everything clearly. Jesus sent him home and said, Do not go back into the village. Then Jesus and his disciples went on to the villages around Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he questioned his disciples. Who do people say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. But what about you? Jesus asked. Who do you say I am? Peter answered, You are the Christ. And Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and scribes, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke this message quite frankly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But Jesus, turning and looking at his disciples, rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan! 
For you do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Then Jesus called the crowd to him along with his disciples, and he told them, If anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and for the gospel will save it. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world, yet forfeit his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of him when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. This is God's Word. Do you remember the Judaizers from passages we've already read in Acts, Galatians, and Colossians? They were a group of people who called themselves Christians, but tried to impose Old Testament ceremonies on the Gentile believers who came to Christ and became part of the church in the cities where Paul traveled. Here in Mark 8.15, Jesus forewarned the disciples about the Judaizers when he said, Watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees. That's the NIV's translation. It seems surprising that Jesus would need to warn the disciples about the Pharisees. They were a constant problem for Christ during his ministry on this earth. So I would expect that the twelve would be wary of them. And maybe they were. However, we need to remember that the disciples grew up in synagogues that were dominated by Pharisaic leadership and a Pharisaic interpretation of the law. While the disciples may have distrusted the Pharisees based on their experiences with Jesus, those same disciples were probably sympathetic to the outlook on life and spirituality that the Pharisees had. Jesus warned the disciples that the teaching of the Pharisees and Herod, but that's a different story, would be like yeast. I don't know anything about baking, but I'm told that a small lump of yeast will grow and spread throughout an entire batch of dough. A little Pharisaism, then, in the church, would grow and permeate the whole congregation. So Jesus warned the disciples not to let them and their rules into the church. There are some groups of Christians who would like to bring the church back under the observance of the law. Our church, however, is more likely to be infected with Pharisaic attitudes than classic Pharisaic theology. We might never tell a newly converted man that he needs to get circumcised and stop eating ham. But we might be tempted to try to impress others with our pious words and prayer, or with our extravagant giving to the church. We might never try to revert to observing the Sabbath, but we might judge someone for not wearing the right clothes on Sunday morning. Do Christians need man-made rules to help us keep from sinning? Maybe we do, but we shouldn't judge another believer who has different convictions about this or that than we do. But we also shouldn't judge other Christians if they are living obediently to God's word, but apply it specifically in different ways than we do. That is a pharisaical attitude, and once it infects our hearts and our church, it will grow and spread until it permeates the entire congregation. This is true of all false doctrine, actually. How much error is good for your Christian life? How much false teaching can a church tolerate and still be healthy? According to Christ, not very much. That's because false doctrine spreads. 
So we need to know our theology well and never dabble in or tolerate bad theology in our lives or in our church family. Are you taking on bad theology? Are you exposing yourself to teachers who claim to be Christian, either through books or podcasts or whatever, but these teachers claim to be Christian, but their interpretation differs from Scripture or outright disregard Scripture at all. You need to think about the influences you're letting into your mind and your heart. And you need to protect your life from the problems and spread of false doctrine. If this devotional was helpful to you, and you don't receive it in your email each day, please go to dailypbj.com slash subscribe. That will give you an opportunity for free to sign up and receive this email every morning, and that will cue you to watch the video or listen to the audio or read the scripture yourself and follow along in the transcript. I'm also looking for people to help me with financial support. And so if you could give on a monthly basis to help me, please go to dailypbj.com support. Finally, please share this video with someone who might find it helpful. And I'll see you next time.